You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The South African Reserve Bank's Monetary Policy Committee has, in the last couple of hours, concluded a two-day meeting and decided on the direction of South African interest rates. With me is Adam Furlan, who is a portfolio manager at 91 in Cape Town. 75 basis points up is what I see on my screen, Adam, and that surprised me a little bit. Did it surprise you? No, Lindsay. Um, we expected the Saab to be um, cautious and raise rates 75 basis points at this meeting. We did see two members of the committee voting for a 50 basis point rise in interest rates. And I mean, that was also expected. We have seen a peak in inflation. However, we were surprised yesterday by a bit of a reacceleration. But with the risk to the outlook somewhat subsiding, with the Fed indicating that they will be slowing the pace, we expected some members to favor lower rate increases. However, the majority of the committee opted to be cautious and get rates to 7% in line with our expectations. Okay. The South African Reserve Bank, along with a couple of other third world or developing country reserve banks, were ahead of the US Federal Reserve and ahead of the ECB, I think. So it surprises me that when I see what the Fed minutes said, I mean, that was released last night, and they say they more or less hinted at the fact that they're going to reduce their increments to the upside from 75 basis points to 50 basis points. It just it just made me wonder a little bit, especially, and I'm going on a bit here, but especially when the MPC said the economy would grow 1.8% in 2022 compared to 1.9% predicted in September and in July of, of 2%. So the economy slowing down. And see, what was CPI this week? 7.6%, I think, Adam? Correct. So it's not racing away. It's almost because of the behaviour of the RAND and also have a look at that oil price. It's almost as though, as you said earlier on, possibly peaking, inflation that is. Yes, so I think the Reserve Bank is much more focused on inflation at the moment than they are on the growth outlook. They noted in the in the statement today that they are seeing upside risks to the inflation outlook um, from current levels. And on top of that, in the Q&A afterwards, we, we heard the government saying that at the last print, there was some evidence showing that inflation is becoming a lot more broad-based. So whilst headline supply-side shocks, such as energy, such as food, those risks are subsiding, what they are starting to see is um, second-round effects or starting to potentially see second-round effects impacting core CPI, services, goods, inflation, and that. That is especially what they are worried about, that the inflation um, issues translate into second round effects, which is why they are definitely erring on the more cautious side and um, raising rates. I suppose on top of that is they will view uh, moving rates to 7% as as them now being at a neutral policy setting, in contrast to the Fed, who would consider um, their current current policy stance as restrictive. It's very interesting, isn't it? Because the South African Reserve Bank has been a pillar of stability when it comes to its interest rate policy and its managing of the RAND and its other mandate as well. But it's a situation where, as all central bankers have, they've got to manage growth versus inflation. And as you quite rightly said, inflation is the key element here. But also what you said about it being broad based and not just oil and RAND factors that are influencing our CPI it is across the board. So I think that must have been an influential factor. 
Most definitely. The predominant factor in the surprise yesterday was medical aid inflation, which is normalizing from quite significant deflation as a result of the COVID pandemic. However, there were other factors such as vehicle prices, etc., which also surprised to the upside in the core goods basket. And that is definitely an indication that inflation is becoming more widespread. Okay, before we get to your views on what's going to happen next, uh, I'm going to say next, not just the next meeting, but the next six months to a year. Can we have a look at the Fed minutes last night and also have a look at one particular market that influences global inflation? And that's, of course, uh, energy prices. Uh, The Fed said last night, more or less, they flagged it to everybody that it's going to be 50 basis points next time unless some unforeseen circumstance looms large. It seems to me that the seven, eight, nine, ten percent that we've been used to in the developing world, that those sort of numbers are going to become a distant memory, if I can put it that way. Yes, I mean, we do expect um, inflation to come down quite significantly in the developing world from next year. And yes, uh, the Fed minutes did indicate that they are most likely going to slow the pace of rate hikes. The market's expectation is 50 basis points in September, and we we agree with that. Looking forward, however, they did stress that they think the ultimate level of rates will remain higher or will be slightly higher than they previously thought and will remain there for a longer period of time. I think the market um, currently has that wrong and, and is probably pricing in cuts a bit too soon in the curve next year. In the US, that is. Yeah, I think uh, you need more than one or two data points, don't you, to, to change the, the, the momentum and the trend in either inflation or interest rates. I'm just looking at the market reaction. The South African 10-year bond yield, according to my screen, is about 10.14%. Wasn't that long ago that it was more than 100 basis points higher than that? Given what you've heard this afternoon, what do you think? Where's the next uh, 100 basis points? South African bond yields, along with Global bond yields have had a significant um, rally this month. That has been predominantly on the back of yeah, lower, I mean, an expectation that the Fed is nearing the end of its cycle. Risk markets can breathe a sigh of relief. And the soft landing in the U.S. economy is actually becoming quite likely. And we can see a turnaround in interest rate policy sooner rather than later. And, and this was precipitated by the fairly large downside surprise in U.S. CPI at the last print. I mean, looking forward, uh, we, we are still quite constructive on um, bond yields. Um, I think maybe 100 bips, uh, we might have to wait a bit longer um, to see another 100 bips lower in South African government bonds. But at current valuations, at 10%, we still expect inflation to come down. It will be sticky for the next quarter or so, but we do expect inflation to trend lower in South Africa. And with the Reserve Bank keeping a very watchful eye on inflation, I think you can be quite comfortable owning a 10-year bond in South Africa at a yield of 10% and feel happy that inflation won't be allowed to run out of control. So with inflation expected to come down, with call rates, the risks to the upside on call rates substantially lower, we are definitely very constructive and expect yields to continue to move lower from here. Jolly good. An optimistic note on which to end this podcast. Adam, thank you very much for your analysis. That's Adam Furlan, who's a portfolio manager at 91 in Cape Town. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position 
or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer, or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision, and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.